Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 99 of Passionate and Prosperous. In this episode, you are about to hear me having a wonderful conversation with five amazing women. If any of these women speak to you, if you want to follow them, if you want to get on their email list, if you want to work with any of them as your coach, go ahead and head on over to my website, www.stacybrassrussell.com. Go to the podcast page and check out the show notes. We've got all of their socials and contact info for you right there. And with that, here is episode 99. Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. I have a very special episode for you today. So uh, if you're listening in real time, well, whenever you're listening, the episode that you're listening to right now is the 99th episode of Passionate and Prosperous, which means that our very next episode is the 100th episode. And I really wanted to do something special. I feel like that number 100, it's, it's a big number. It symbolizes or signifies that I've been doing this show every single week since I started. Uh, you know, other podcasters, they do seasons, they take breaks. And I just set my mind and heart to showing up every single week to put this show out into the world. So the 100th episode is a really big deal. When it was coming up, I was thinking, what do I want to do to celebrate this show, this 100th episode? And what came through for me and what was really in my heart was that I wanted to share the episode with some of the people that are so important to me, to my business, to the show, to the whole idea of Passionate and Prosperous. Some of the people who really helped me on a daily basis to remember why I do what I do and also that helped me to get clearer and clearer literally every day on what I'm here to say and do in the world. So I decided to bring five of my clients, my really special clients that have been working with me for a long time, like some for many years, some for the last year um, plus anywhere in between. And I invited them to come on and share the show with me because that to me is the absolute best way that I can celebrate this milestone. So you're going to be in for a real treat. You're going to be hearing like I believe, I already know because I talk to these women all the time, a, a deep, juicy, um, inspiring conversation. I know that you're going to hear things that will resonate and ping your heart 
because there's something in this room for everyone. Uh, before we dive in and I in, let them introduce themselves to you, um, I just want to remind you that if you're listening to the show, this these two episodes, so it's going to be a two-parter. I think I said that. So you're going to be listening to part one right now, and then next week we'll be releasing part two. Um, and whenever you're listening, if it happens to be around real time, which I always say, I know a lot of you really look forward to the episode drops, which makes me so happy. Um, this episode, these are coming out in September of 2023, September 20th and 27th, which means that you still have a month to register for Passionate and Prosperous Live. And just so you know, uh, all but one of the women who are on the episode today will be there at Passionate and Prosperous Live in New York City. And so, you know, if you're hearing them and you're like, oh my God, I can meet these celebrity women, they are going to be physically in the room with us in October. Um, Passionate and Prosperous Live, as you may know, is my two-day live event that we're having here in New York City. And I started the live events to go with the show. We had our first Passion and Prosperous Live a year into having this show, and I created the event because I wanted to make sure that I was providing and creating spaces for those of you who do enjoy listening to the show to be able to connect, to come together, to feel the community, to be with me, to get real-time work with me, and not only listening to me in your headphones. Um, and so this is this is our second annual event starting next year. We hope to do two live. Now, I am offering a virtual ticket to this one on October 27th and 28th. Uh, we did virtual last year. We did the hybrid. And the people that came virtually had an incredible experience, which I really didn't know how it was going to turn out. But it turned out really well. So we're doing it again, at least for this one last time. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm moving in the direction of I want to create as much in-person uh, opportunity to connect as possible because that is my jam. That is really like where my heart is. But at least for this year, you could come virtually. So either way, get a ticket. If you haven't gotten yours already, come to New York City by boat, train, <laughs> bus, car, walk, whatever you want to do, um, or be in the Zoom room with us. And and I really do go out of my way to make that as you know as an engage as an engaged experience for you as humanly possible. And I think I think we we did it. So um, that's my little PSA uh, before we dive in. And now I just want to welcome you to the 99th episode of Passionate and Prosperous where I am going to share with you some of the people that really light up my life and make every one of my days really special. So welcome, everybody. You can say a collective hi, and then I'm going to have you go around and introduce yourselves. Hi. 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 I love hearing your voices. So let's do this. Let's let's go around. And what I really want you to do, and, and you know I've got some prompts and juicy questions to ask that we that will get our conversation going. But first, I do want you to have the opportunity to like tell everybody who you are and like, you know, where you where you are. And then a little bit about like, you know, who you are, what you do um, here in the world. So let's I'll, I'll call on you like we're in school. So let's start with you, Sherry. Go ahead and tell everybody who you are, where you are. Well, I'm still trying to figure that one out, you know, the whole self thing. But um, I'm in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. 
Uh, pretty much everything I do is, um, I'm one of the creatives that Stacy works with. So I'm in a constant state of, of flow. Um, so what I'm doing today is not necessarily what I did a year ago and may not be what I'm doing next year at this time. Um, so basically my foundation is yoga and meditation and that's pretty much everything I do comes from that foundation. So I'm a writer, I'm a poet, um, I run live events, I'm going to be doing a big networking event which um, it's more like a big party so people can leave with business leads or they can leave with a new best friend. Um, but my, my mission in this world is, is about connection. So when you talk about community that really rings every bell. Um, so I guess we'll kind of figure out the, the more nuanced things as we go. Who am I? I don't know. But this is what I'm doing right now. And I'm extremely grateful for the guidance because as a creative, you know, water flows and without the riverbanks, it's just it's just flooding. Um, so Stacy is so much about my riverbanks and she keeps me flowing in the direction I need to go and keeps my mindset <laughs> clear and lovely. So um, I hope that that answers the question. Oh, well, that everything answers the question. That was that was awesome. <laughs> All right. How about Lori? Hey, Stacy and everybody, all my favorite women. Um, I'm Lori Graf Harris. I'm a life coach for midlife women who are very busy taking care of so many things in their life. They feel very passionately about their family and their work and uh, their community. And uh, because they're so involved in everything, they are a little burnt out at times, uh, overwhelmed with all they have, and they're just going, going, going. So I help them get in the right gear and still accomplish the things they want to do. Yes. I love hearing you guys talk about yourselves. Um, how about you, Trista? Um, hi, everybody. And I, like Lori, am so excited to be in this room with all of my favorite people as well. And I'm so excited to be able to say hello to all the passionate ones out who are listening. Um, a big hello to everybody because I listen every week and it's very fun to sort of be on this side. And I am also, um, I also work with midlife women. I'm a high performance mindset coach and I work with dynamic, high achieving women who aren't done, who uh, who want to continue to play big, who want to live in their highest vibration, and who really, uh, are really ready to evolve uh, to their next level. Yeah, and you're helping a lot of people that want to do projects, like that sort of evolved for you, right? You attracting all these women, yeah, book, right? want to write a book, want to do this. Yeah. One has a podcast, one's a, a judge running for office, uh, and one just wants just to rise to her highest level in her mindset. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so, every day is so fascinating. Yeah. I really yeah. am so excited. And I do a lot of in-person, which I'll, I'll talk about later. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I am also all about the connection. You know, I just moved yeah. and I'm in a new community and I'm kind of seeing ways to create community here. And I'm getting very, very excited about that too. Oh my God. Well, I we're going to talk about community. So I'm excited yeah. to talk about that too. Awesome. All right. And then how about Janine? Hi, Stacy, and all my favorite ladies. It's really nice. I was just thinking when thinking about working together and, and how a year ago, I didn't know any of you. And now it just feels like home, like just being here with everyone. So I just wanted to say that. Uh, my name is Janine Deramo. I live in Bergen County, New Jersey. I also work with midlife women, um, usually moms, very busy women. 
I help them to take care of their health, prioritize themselves, but I do it in a non-diet approach to both nutrition and exercise. And at the same time, um, I coach them to really give themselves permission to put themselves at the top of the list for once. You know, one of the things that I love that, you know, comes up about your coaching that we talk about is also the sort of like the, the not being the good girl. I think that's like a really Mm -hmm. major thing that I want our listeners to hear, um, you know, because I think starting everyone that listens to this show has a desire to either be a coach like all of you or, you know, to be a yoga, we've got yoga people, we've got creatives, we've got wellness professionals, um, And I think that when you want to start your, when you want to start your own business or go your own way or do your own thing, there's a lot that comes up for a lot of us about like whether it's okay or not to like do, do it your own way. And you talk a lot about like, about like not needing to follow the rules or be like a good girl or sort of like fall into what other people's expectations are. So I wanted, you didn't say it. I wanted to say it for you. (laughs) I didn't. You're right. Yeah, exactly. That permission, giving yourself permission and also ditching that perfectionism, that good girl. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And so I purposely, uh, I'm having Jess introduce herself. So first of all, for those of you who are like total PMP fans, you've heard Jess before. She had her own episode with me on the show a couple of months ago. Um, but I, She's here with us tonight and she's not a coach for midlife women. So we wanted to break, we wanted to mix things up a little bit. So Jess, go ahead and introduce yourself. All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Jess Diamond. I'm located in Charlotte, North Carolina, born and raised in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, though. And I am a life and nutrition coach for young professionals. So I help them get their shit together so that they can reach their full potential and Most of us feel like no one prepared us how to adult, and there's been a lot of changes that have happened within the last couple of years that make us feel like we're running around with our heads cut off now more than ever, and I help them feel like their head is on top of their shoulders and that there's more to life than just going to work and going home and drinking alcohol. (laughs) Yes. Sherry and I went to college together. I just need to sort of like presence everyone to that. Um, Sherry, Sherry's not only my client, but we go back a very long time. It was actually her wedding anniversary uh, yesterday, and she was sending me pictures of us when we were little <laughs> girls, basically. Not really. We were so cute. <laughs> um, but, uh, but we went to college together. So hearing Jess talk about, you know, uh, how things are different, um, I'm sure they are. I'm, I'm sure they are. Um, so, so that's our crew for today, everybody. And so I'm really excited to dive in. I, I, um, I know that we're going to be able to like, like have a, have a conversation that will bring you everyone listening some, you know, some ahas or, you know, it'll make you think it'll make you think. So let's dive in. What I told everybody was, you know, Hey, like you, like answer what you want. We're not, you know, we're not going to go around and around Robin necessarily for everything. We're going to see how this flows. All right. So the first thing that I, that I'm going to ask whoever wants to dive in, and this, this could feel 
a little bit like I'm, I'm asking you to kind of, you know, go, go into the deep stuff right away. But I, I, and I sent everybody some questions just so you know, and I'm going to go out of order right now. So I might be like throwing them off. Okay. But the, but this is the, the first question I want to start with. So anyone who listens to the show knows that I end all of my episodes by saying life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. Um, I actually thought that my podcast was going to be called Life is Hard, So What Are You Going to Do About It? Um, That was the idea I had all the way leading up to starting my show. And then I thought, oh, I'll just talk, use that as a tagline and and use that other title to write my book. Um, But it but it really is at the heart and soul of my coaching, of my work, of my philosophy. And what it all comes back to is that I personally have had many, 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 many hardships in my life. Many things have happened. I've talked about this on the show. My father died when I was 19, went through a lot of rough times in my, in my twenties after that with very, you know, financial problems and, um, living on, on couches and on sublets and having my stuff in storage. And, um, I've gone through a lot of fertility treatments that didn't work. Um, just like all the shit that like all, all of us have. Right. And yet at the same time, I've also been really successful. I've had great things happen to me. I've I've been on Broadway. I've put on a one-woman show. I opened a yoga studio. I decided to open my coaching business five years ago. And even during that time, doing fertility and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And so one of the things that's really at the forefront of the work that I do is, is wanting wanting to help other people to believe that we that life is not always going to be linear that it's not always going to be that like the clouds part and there's sunny skies and there's no problems and no struggle and everything's easy and you know the universe is like now is the perfect time for you to take action on that thing that you want to do or you know um and so one of the reasons why I invited you all here was because in in all of your own unique individual ways you all are this. You represent this. This is, I mean, just in our work together, um, we come up against this. And I also know that like you're all women who have lived your lives up until this moment with plenty of stuff that's happening. And yet, this is the important part. Here you are pursuing your, your businesses, pursuing what you're passionate about, and it's like simultaneous. Like it's not that it's not that like it's only because there's nothing going on. So I'd love to hear you from any of you or all of you to talk about this and like how do you do it? How has our work like has our work helped you to do that? Um, and what are your thoughts on that? Because I think people need to hear this. I need to hear from people who are simultaneously dealing with life's shit and at the same time continuing to figure out what they want to do and and do it and take action. So dive in. Well, I, I think the, our culture sells us a ticket that says that if you do this, then you will be blissful. Or if you do this, then life will open up in the sunshine. Like you said, the clouds will part. And I think especially in, in the yoga world, that's also a thing, you know, that meditation, here are the fruits of our, our practice and all of that. And, um, and I just, I always sort of um, didn't resent that, but I had resistance to that idea because life is hard. And the hardness is what, you know, we need resistance to grow. You 
know, our teeth have to come through our gums, the seeds have to break the ground. It's not easy. And so, you know, I think that the work that we've done, one of your incredible gifts is to be able to meet people where they are. You said your unique and individual situations. And um, I know for myself, I've always been a late night person. When we were, we partied late, we were out, you know, doing our thing. And so mornings were never the thing that greeted me. I always planned my day to start at 11 Mm -hmm. or, you know, 10 at, at the earliest. Um, But now I've been in cycles of caregiving um, from a friend to my dad to my mom and um, and now closer to home. And so each one has been progressively more difficult. And each one is also offered an opportunity to practice. So one of the things that you have suggested as as a tool is a morning ritual. So I heard morning ritual and I thought, (laughs) how am I going to do this? But what's happened was that I started just, okay, I'm just going to do a sun salutation when I wake up. I'm going to do my meditation before I leave my room. Little things that allowed me to create a a structured ritual in the morning that has changed the game for me. Um, Even when I'm not in a regular flow of work or if I'm not doing something that is typically in that lane, this gift of the morning ritual has been those riverbanks that have allowed me to to flow unencumbered, to deal with and meet the rocks, the, you know, the, the challenges, so I can flow more easily around them. So I, our work together has been, you know, both for my professional world, a game changer, but for my personal life as well. Um, the mindset work has been incredible. Mm. I, I, yeah, go ahead, Trista. Come on. No, I was just going to, you can respond, but I was just going to add to that. So another tool because i totally agree with you sherry i mean the the affirmation even if it's just one thing in the morning i so can relate to that um but i would love to add another tool because i feel like there are always so many nuggets on this show i always come away with a tangible real nugget that i could actually use like well, the i just next have day. to interrupt so for this- one second and tell the audience because why not because you're like one of the women behind the scenes with me um but you know trista does our show notes. So for those of you who like, I don't know if you all look at the show notes, I know you may or may not. Show notes are like what we publish, like on the platforms, on iTunes and on, um, you know, on, uh, it's not uh, Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and then on my website. And so Trista, every week she gets a preview. She gets to listen to the episode and she comes up with how she's going to write these descriptive paragraphs and our bullet points. Um, so she's in the episode, you know, before everybody else. And it means, I just have to say, like, you know, I'm so grateful because, because having someone reflect back what they hear and she'll get really excited. She's the reason why you have worksheets, you guys. Um, and so I just have to say that. Like, so, so, so as far as Trista being like, every episode has a nugget. I'm like, she's really in there listening. So, okay, now go ahead, Trista. I feel like when I'm in the podcast, I'm in that little tiny spaceship, like going through Stacy's mind. And let me tell you, it is the greatest. Oh, thank you. I once told Stacy this. I felt like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that Dennis Quaid movie where he becomes really small and he goes like in his place in the entire world. I love it in there. That's good to know. (laughs) I'm glad you weren't like, I'm glad you weren't like, it's fabulous in there. Um, Because it's just, it's just great. So, but anyway, <laughs> the tool that I, you know, would love to, you know, give to you for, for this when life gets hard is Stacy has these three unbelievable questions that you literally can ask yourself and that can absolutely change everything. 
So when it's crazy, when, when, you know, you're feeling that overwhelmed, the first thing you ask yourself is, is it true? Is it true? Ask yourself that question. Then the second question is, what is in my control? That is such an unbelievable, powerful question because like, what can I do about it? What little thing, no matter how tiny, how small, what can I do about it today? And then the third one is where can I put my time, focus and energy today? And that could be a big thing. And it could also be the tiniest little thing. But I find that if you can just settle yourself down, ask yourself those three questions, it is such an amazing way to be able to go through something that can sometimes just seem difficult and overwhelming and you don't know what to do and you feel frozen. It allows you to sort of get eased back into action. And I've just found that tool to be unbelievable after you do the affirmations. So that adds just the next step to what Sharon said. Yeah. Yeah. Those questions, I think of them as the interrupters. You know, they're like the questions that like that they cut through, right? They just cut through your that the swirl, you know, and they're like really direct. Um, Thing is, for me, I never even knew before I met you that you could really change the way you are. I mean, that was my personal issue. And now I really feel like very passionate about helping women discover that about themselves through all the different tools and through doing things in very small ways. People think that in order to change, or at least it's been my experience, I know I thought this too, like, no, this is how I was born, or this is how this day started. And you don't realize how much agency you have in your own life mm -hmm. until you know you you put yourself in that position and also one thing Stacy always says as many of us life, life coaches say is you know that you have to take action you have to do something because that actually starts moving the needle for you and starts showing you that even just doing something tiny can end up uh building to uh the big change that you want to make mm. um so you know that's that that idea that you do not have to necessarily, you know, hit it out of the ballpark in order to make changes, but just rather be consistent and uh, intentional. Uh, it's gold to mm. me. You know, when you were talking, I actually was also thinking about how the, the first thing you said was like more about like yourself and and knowing about whether or not you could change and you know, and a lot of the uh, women in here, so Sherry, Trista, like we, we've done, you know, we're, we have a yoga background as well as everything else. And, and one of the things that I have been, that I became very aware of, even back in the yoga, you know, days when, when I would be talking about like, you know, um, when you do a yoga teacher training or you do anything that involves looking deeper at yourself and you want to transform in any way, it can feel really scary if there's any part of you that thinks that the reason to transform is because something was bad about you. Do you know what I mean? And it became like one of my missions to sort of make sure that when we're promoting this to people and ourselves, self-growth, you know, self-growth or personal development, or if we want to change something or transformation, 
that if we're attaching it to a meaning that the reason why we want to do it is because there's something bad about us right now or wrong with us, we're not going to want to do it or it's going to come along with all kinds of shit. But if we can help everyone, ourselves and everyone else know that that it's that it's not because there's anything wrong, it's because you see that like things could be better, right? Like I love the phrase, it's this or something better, right? You could be this, you could be this, but you could also maybe have a better experience if you want, right? And we can't change our experience without changing something about the way that we're either showing up or thinking or perceiving things. So thanks so much for for bringing that up. I love that. Anyone else want to talk about like we started with life is hard. So what are you going to do about it? Um, yeah, Jess. Well, it kind of like brings it back to that. And also to what you were just saying. And for me, when life is hard and there's always something you can do about it, I, you said life isn't always linear. And I also believe that it's not just a straight shot up, but I do think as long as you keep working on yourself and you keep showing up for yourself, it is a gradual increase. Like there's going to be those dips, but you're going to be, generating like positively the whole time. And that's where I always think you're unlocking your next level and you say new level, new devil. And that's where I bring those two together because it is, you have to reach, overcome some new challenge or some obstacle in order to evolve into that next version of yourself. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, and Janine, let's hear from you. I also just want to tell everybody here, because I think it is helpful. Again, like I know that a lot of the 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 people who listen are are wanting to have their businesses, but and I've worked with so many people, so I know that this has got to be out there. Um, that you have multiple kids and it feels hard to like work on your business while you've got you're managing a household and you've got all these kids or, you know, like if me, I have aging parents. I know other people in this room, you know, have had that or have gone through major caretaking of parents um, and just have like a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff going on in their current lives that could be perceived as things that would make it hard to also grow or build a business. Right. And so I just want to say like, Sherry, has three kids. Janine has three kids. Like we've got women in the room that currently have like, you know, people living at home and such a big part of the work that we do together when we have our, you know, when we get to coach is we coach around that. We coach around how it is possible to simultaneously be, you know, responsible and have things and have a house and kids and whatever. And, and we figure it out. We figure out how you also get to do what you're supposed to be here doing, right? So anyway, I wanted to just say that. Uh, Janine, uh, let, let's have your your take on on this little topic and then we can move, we'll move on to something else. Yeah, that's very true. And I think, you know, that's a lot of, uh, of the work that I do with women is shifting that mindset. Like some of you already mentioned that you could come from this place where you say, I, I have three teenage girls, I have two large dogs. I, I don't have time. And that's just not true. Like that question, is that true? Not really. Cause if you're passionate about something, you will figure it out. There's always a way to figure it out. And I think it's that mindset of just shifting your mindset from, you know, having that foundation, that default setting, like, well, I can't because blank, you just automatically say, I can't, I can't. Whereas if you just shift it to, 
I can, let me figure out. And I love those three questions. Let me just figure out what's within my control and how I can strategize. And that's what, where you come in, Stacy, helping us do that. Um, so yeah, I just, I resonate with everything that everyone's been saying. And I truly believe that it starts with that mindset. You have that mindset shift. You really have to take a step back and say, is that the truth or is that just a cop out? Yeah. And, you know, I just want to say that, like, oh, Sherry, were you going to say something? I just wanted, about that, like, it's there's so much to do. My mother used to say, um, give the, the extra job to the busy person because it'll get done. And I know that when I'm sitting on my couch eating bonbons watching Blacklist for the fourth time, <laughs> that I don't have time to do anything right. else. I got to get to that next episode. But when I'm busy, and I don't mean just busy work, but when I'm active and in the world, I have time to do everything. I used to wonder, how do certain people seem to have more hours in their day? You know, they're they're doing stuff. And so their you know, energy begets energy. And so that goes in both ways. Yeah. Or all the ways. They're more than yeah. one, too. And, you know, I just want to say, like, anything that I say about life is hard, so what are you going to do about it? It's not to imply that, like, there aren't times that we have things going on in our life that we need to give our attention to and that we need to feel and that we have emotions and that we go through what we have to go through and that we feel. And, you know, one of the things that I know, like, for example, I'll just say like Janine, when you went on, you had a big family vacation in August, right? And wonderful vacation to LA and to Hawaii and whatever. And we had to have a, a, a like, a, like a, a couple of exchanges for you to give yourself permission to do that without worrying that your something was going to happen bad was going to happen in your business right and i think that and i think that that's something i've had to learn i think being an entrepreneur and you know not having like a salary where you've paid time off or whatever when you're working for yourself it can feel really scary if you don't feel like you're doing your biz all the time but that whole idea of like life is hard so what are you going to do about it it's kind of like you're going to figure out how you can like be in the difficulty of life. And then there's all of this trust that we have to build up. And there's all of that. There's so much that goes into giving ourselves permission to put our attention where it needs to be. And that's what it really means to be balanced, right? Like work-life balance is not just vacation and then work hard and vacation. It has everything to do with being able to navigate your life and feel like you can do your work. We have to know that nothing bad is going to happen when we have to take a break or slow down or give our attention somewhere else. I mean, I took care of my mom who had three massive health like crises come up during the pandemic. I didn't have a car. She was living an over an hour away I then actually facilitated moving her to another state. I mean, not like she's an invalid, but I mean, like, you know, she couldn't do it herself. Uh, but moving her to be in a better, like, place close to my brother, all while also running my business and opening my academy and doing a live event last year. And, you know, and so my point when I say life is hard, so what are you going to do about it, is that it's about recognizing that, like, it, it is going to be okay. Like, you can do everything. And if the timing changes or if you have to postpone something or you have to do it a different way or that it's all going to work out, you know. Um, 
And so I just wanted to make sure that no one's listening and thinking that I'm saying like, you know, like ignore the hard stuff. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about like, you have to be in it all at once. It's just all happening. It's just all happening at the same time. And we have to adjust as we go, you know? So, all right. Does everyone feel complete on that? On that, that was just our first little question. We might not go to all the questions, just so you know. Um, okay, so so let's actually move on to the question. Um, actually, I want to go to the one, the first one. So I want to hear from each one of you. Like, why is it important? for you to do the work that you're doing. So obviously, look, I am a, a, a business and life coach. I call myself both because I actually believe that being just a business coach doesn't help people as much as the fact that I'm also the life coach, right? For all the reasons we're talking about. But one of the reasons that any of you came into my world to work with me was to work on your, and I'm putting up my quote fingers. I always say this on the show because you can't see me, your business, whatever that is, right? Like however it is that you want to be putting yourself out there in the world, making money, also spreading your message, you know, putting out your, your ideas, um, you know, taking what is that the stuff that's really meaningful and passionate to you and somehow expressing it, right? That's what all of you have come to me for. Um, you don't have to do that. You could do something else. You all have other lives that like you could just do what you're doing and you don't have to do this. Why is it important to you to do the work that you're so passionate about and that and that you're, you know, that like why? So I want to hear from each of you. I want you to tell everybody. Jess, did you just raise your hand? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I honestly feel like I'm healing the version of me that existed three and a half years ago. And I think that's a big reason why a lot of us coaches and creatives get into the business that we're doing. It's because we needed or we went through some version of what we do now to help other people go through that. And I was once a struggling young professional in the corporate world. And at the time, this kind of resource didn't really exist, at least not to my knowledge. So I became the person that I needed so no one else has to feel alone on their own journeys through adulthood because it's really scary. It's really confusing. And I wouldn't be living in a life of alignment with who I know I'm supposed to be if I stayed at this at the job that I had because that was the more responsible thing to do. That was secure. That was the proper route to take, but that wasn't where my heart was. And I was good at it, but it felt soul sucking for me. So it would be as though a giant piece of me would be missing if I didn't follow the passion that I accidentally stumbled into, but never regret going on this journey at all. So do you feel that this is like, you know, I'm not, I, I, do you think that like you found your, so you're, let's just all tell everybody like you're in your twenties, right? So we've got like Jess is in her twenties, she coaches 20 somethings. And I think that a lot of people when they're in their twenties don't feel like they found their purpose. You know what I mean? Like, like there's all kinds of words, um, in, in, in the, in the kind of, in the yoga world, uh, well, it's probably more, is, is, well, Dharma is both Buddhism and right. It's kind of like, like we use 
I'm looking at Sherry because where she's. Well, I'm looking because the the three jewels are the Buddha, the Sangha, and the Dharma. So I I sort of put them into the Buddhist category, right. but they're not mutually exclusive. Right, but we talk sure. about Dharma in in mm-hmm. in yoga philosophy as well and everything. Yeah. So, but like the idea of like your Dharma, it's like kind of finding your your path, your life work. I think that like an interesting thing is that many people don't feel that they either find it or really step into it until a little later in life. I think that even when people have a feeling of what it is, very often you hear that people don't really like live into their dharma until later. And I think you're such a, you're such a, I always tell you, I'm like, you're, I'm always telling you, you're different than all of your, the other people. You're different than the other 20 somethings. You need to know that, you know, whenever you're having a life is hard moment, right? I'm like, you're different. But one of the things I think that's different about you is I think that you have stepped into your purpose earlier than a lot of other people. Do you feel that you found your purpose or do you like, I'm just curious if you feel that. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, it's why I left the corporate world. It's why I was like, this is, it wasn't because like, oh, this is soul sucking. I don't know what else I'm going to do. It was because it was soul sucking because I found exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah, Trista. Um, I think for me, it was really important because I really wanted to become like the leader of my own life. And I feel like I spent a lot of my life, I did like many, many things. I have had many professions like you have, Stacey. Um, But even some of those, like I started out my um, professional life as a dancer. And there, I mean, it was a fantastic career, but you have a choreographer. They're telling you what to do. Even though it's wonderful, I feel like in a way you don't exactly feel almost like the leader. But in by having your own business, by being able to serve other people, I feel like it's it's just a completely different dynamic and a completely different feeling. And I found that a lot of women, especially of our age, feel that way too. Like, how can they be the leaders of their life and feel the confidence to be the leaders in their own life without feeling that they're not relevant anymore or that they're not, it's too late for them or that their time has passed or they can only focus on their kids and it's their kids' time. And, you know, I sort of, my message kind of evolved with Stacy over time. We fine-tuned it and we perfected it because I was just noticing that there's women out there, even women who've achieved so much, who I feel like, oh my God, they've like achieved so much more than me, but they still want to do more. And that's not always such an easy thing to do by yourself. I think that what's really interesting, and I, you know, and I want to hear from you guys if you have a thought on this, like, thank you, Trista. And this is what came up for me. But why do you need, I think that like with all of us, we do work where, where we do it for ourselves, right? Like, so you started out, Trista, so, you know, saying like, I wanted to be the leader of my own life. Okay, great. And so you became a coach. There's lots of ways you could be the leader of your own life, right? You became a coach to do it. Um, And what all of us in this room, what we do is that we care deeply about like why other people can have like what you know some sort of results and i find that really fascinating like that's what i mean by like why is it important for you to do this work because like everything that all of us do has to do with helping other people of course we're helping ourselves also but what we're doing is it's like what like why do we care right like that's like the thing that comes up for me right is i'm like why do I care so much about helping other people, you know? So, yeah, yeah. 
um, so Trista seems like she wants to add to that. And then Lori's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I was going to say something that Lori said, because it's so fascinating once you become a coach to understand that you actually can create this change, that it's possible to do. I feel like when so many of us, as Lori said before, feel like we can't. So when you get this little piece of knowledge as you go through the coaching process, that it's possible, how you feel like, how can I not share this with other people to show them? So for you, it feels to you like, I have this discovery. I found out. It's kind of like you're like, I found this out. And how can I keep it to myself? I can't keep it to myself. I have to like share this with the other people who want to go to that level and don't know how to do it. It's like oil of Olay, the ancient secret. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lori, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say that I coach women who are in their 50s and 60s, and I feel like I saw two different roads. I saw some women sort of saying, well, my best days are over, and others who were trying to not feel like their best days are over, so they're doing all the things like on a racetrack, sort of. And I'm sure there's like sort of a happy medium, which is where I want to get people to, because I feel so strongly about women not copping out on themselves ever. I mean, I talk to some of my friends' parents who are in their 90s, and they are still learning new things and doing new things. And I think it's so important that we get inspiration from those people to be creative within ourselves as we age in our lives. And I mean, Obviously, that's the people that I coach, but I did not want to take the road that uh, was more, in my mind, negative, you know, that was more just succumbing to whatever ailments were coming my way. Um, So I, I feel like it's so important for me to help other people see that. Also, I worked with my niece for a few years who passed away in her uh, early 50s, and uh, actually, she was in her 40s. And, um, you know, when you have that kind of thing where a young person passes away, you really do start feeling like life is more precious. And uh, so there was a piece of that that made me think that when I moved on, I wanted to do something that really had some value to me, some deep-seated meaning to me. And I didn't know what that was at the time, but I, you know, I was game to explore it uh, because of that real life situation as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Janine, yeah. I just wanted to add, Lori, when you were talking, I was just thinking, you know, I don't know if anybody knows anything about the blue zones. Um, Yes. It's it's the areas of the world that have the most centenarians. So people that live to 100 years old. And one of the things that's very common among all of these people is that they do have passion, whether it's for cooking, whether it's their trade, that passion in their heart, I think, is a very big key to longevity. I still want to hear if any of you want to speak to this, you know, even one of you, I still think that it's really interesting that, you know, so you do it for yourself, you you tap into your passion and to your, you know, your, your, your living your best life. Why do you give a shit about uh, helping all the other people, Sherry? (laughs) I'm not a coach. I don't, I mean, I I help people and I do things of service. Um, And I, 
I, you, when you were talking to Jess, who, by the way, coaches my firstborn, and I'm so grateful that she found this job because it's been amazing. Um, but when you find your purpose, it, it felt like one purpose. And I have felt like my life has been strung together by things that move me. I'm compelled to do. And you said, you can do it. You don't have to do it. I didn't feel that way. I feel compelled. I feel that I don't really have a choice, that I'm a mission-driven person who had parents who were mission-driven people. So the model was there. And it just feels like the air that I breathe. It feels like the water I'm drinking. It feels like there are choices along the way boundaries are made but when i get to the depth of that inquiry i the bottom is curiosity and the curiosity is what moves me forward it's and i think before something about um if you think something is bad like that was kind of the the frame um whatever it is it could be wonderful but my curiosity would be where does this lead me not to something necessarily better but what would happen if i made this choice because if i choose this i'm not choosing that whatever it may be um and so you know you ever watch seinfeld you know george had that opposite day where he did everything that was opposite whatever <laughs> right. and so some days like, i'm curious i'll be like okay i'm gonna any whatever impulse i have i'm doing the opposite and you know, that doesn't feel in alignment it's kind of funny and it's something to to play with but but that interrupts patterns. That is something that, um, because the, I can make the choice to move into my mission if I know that I have the choice. But because I said before I, I didn't really have the choice, of course I had the choice. But I think a lot of people and the people I know go through their lives not even knowing that there is a choice, that they love something, they're passionate, and I'm thinking of four or five different people, but there's always a reason not to follow it. And I find yeah. that really interesting because in my life, I can't imagine not following it. And I don't know that I have a reason why, except that it feels right. It feels like this is why I'm in this world and at 55, I know that I have fewer years ahead than I have behind me, and I feel a certain urgency to to live. And so that's that's what it is. And I, I don't really know. Like I said, the very first thing I said is, you said, who are you? I don't fucking know. Like, I'm someone who I'm figuring out. I, I you know, I love myself. I'm, I'm good. But it's, um, it's a constant inquiry, a, a daily curiosity. Also, yeah. Stacy, I just want to say that to Janine's point about those blue zones, I mean, one of the main things also is how much they needed connection with their community. And I mm -hmm. think that that's like also a built-in desire of us. And not everybody takes that on as their mission or their job. But I think right. ultimately when you were doing a job that you also feel connected to others, it's just something that doesn't feel like other things. So I think yeah. for myself, that's also why, um, you know, uh, I choose to serve others also or support others in it because it just feels like something better. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I love hearing this from all of you. Um, does anyone have anything else? Because I feel like this is a really like logical and good place to say that we're going to like wrap up episode, this part, part one, right, of episode 99, because I, I feel like now we have this really natural um, transition to some of the other things I wanted to talk about, one of which is community. So I think that what we're going to do is we're going to tell our listeners that we are going to wrap up this first part uh, part one, where we talked about um, passion and mission-driven work 
and like what it really means to to pursue and do what you want to do, even though, right, this is the important part, even though life doesn't always feel like it's making it easy on you. And we talked about that and that all of the women in this room in some way, I know Sherry is like, I'm not a coach, but Sherry actually does do really important work with other people as a meditation yoga teacher um, and a leader uh, that everyone in this room is committed to the idea that like we are here to like to to have this human experience and to do like all of the things that we are here to do and they don't always happen like in a speci- in a special order it doesn't always feel like you know um now is a good time you know and these are all things that I talk about on the show and one of the reasons why I wanted you to you know, meet these women that I get to talk to and and work with and and support um, and collaborate with. Um, I wanted you to meet them because you hear me all the time, and I don't want you to think that I'm making shit up. That that's like one of the reasons I wanted you to meet them. I'm not making shit up. It is possible for for you to to navigate this, this life, you know, and still do all of the things that you want to do, even though it feels hard, there are ways, there are ways. And I wanted you to hear, these are women that not only are living that for themselves, but they're helping other people to do it too. And everyone who's listening to this show, I think that in some way, shape or form, you feel those things for yourself that you want to have the experience you want to be having of your life. And I also think that the majority of those of you who listen to the show also in some way, you don't have to be a coach, but in some way what you do is that you help other people to also like to, to, to believe that, that it's possible for them to have, be, do, and have the things that they want to be, do, and have. Um, and it's, it's, it's not easy. So I think this is a great place to wrap up this part one. And if you're listening, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you're going to come back and listen to part two, which will actually be the 100th episode of Passionate and Prosperous. So we're going to say goodbye for now. Um, And as always, I'm going to tell you, I love you so much. And I'm going to be in your headphones next week. We all are. So get ready. And we will see you on the other side. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember... Life is hard and there's always something you can do about it.